looked at it and I, I didn't try it because it's too 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 Eastern too for anime. me. Too anime. Yeah. That yeah. that actually sounds like one of the one of the few games where I, if if I played it and enjoyed it, I would spend a little money on it just to think. support them. Because yeah, fair. nothing drives me up a wall faster than someone going, Oh, buy this. <laughs> like I don't care if I'm dying of thirst and I and you have a glass of water you're just like buy this I'm like I'd rather die go away get that shit out of my face close to the bottom here we already. go yeah. if someone tells me uh, would you like four would you like two fingers double that <laughs> hey welcome to looking for more your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on mmorpgs game development and game culture i'm your host phoenix aka smork i am joined by my party members my returning party members one we haven't seen in a while is lexer welcome back buddy how you doing hi my name is lexer and i am an alcoholic <laughs> also got the nathan napalm hey what's up guys i just want to clarify i have a feeling that maybe the stream started at a very bad point in the conversation. He was talking about liquor, like that kind of I was of talking thing. about this, okay? <laughs> this, this is my bourbon. Most people, most people say they want two fingers. You know, that's how you measure how much you want. And I say, no, let's double that. Let's go to four. Like I said, my name is Lexer, and I am an alcoholic. And... We have a, a pretty good number of things on the episode to discuss today, but the theme of today is Enduring Valor, you know, especially in the hearts of, I don't know, maybe game developers. We could even probably say gamers in general, but... You know, I just got to say, Enduring Valor, it sounds like an MMO, like like a fantasy MMO's equivalent of a sex shop. <laughs> I don't really want to know how that happened, how that reference started to started to work together in your in your mind, but I have a feeling at some point we'll find out. And somebody already asked, what am I going to vent about today? Well, Whoa. <laughs> buckle up, buttercup. Buckle up, buttercup. Before we get started, I want to say thank you and a big shout out to all of the Imperial Flames, which are those of you who contribute to the show financially, hang out on YouTube, here on Twitch. If you check out the podcast, speaking of the podcast, it's up in audio format in multiple places. So if you specifically listen to it, or even if you don't listen to it on iTunes, the uh, ratings by giving us your, your vote of confidence and a five-star review would be greatly appreciated. You can go over there to iTunes, do that. You could follow us on Twitter at the LFM show. You could shoot a message to us uh, at the LFM show at gmail.com or call in to leave a voicemail at one five three nine six six four six eight zero one. And to get things started today, I mean, what have y'all been up to now? I know Nathan and I, we're basically going to reflect on, you know, our past week probably since the last show, right. but for Luxor, it might cover a little bit more time, but what, what have y'all been up to in gaming, man? I am Baldur's Gate 3 all the way. Okay? All the way, that's, huh? That's, that's my life right now, is Baldur's Gate 3. Um, I love it, even though it's early access and has problems, and we're going to talk more about it later. Sure. I'm loving it, man. I, so I, I was telling you before the show, I've got my 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 D and D books real handy right here nearby because I've been flipping through them, looking up stats, comparing it to D and D, um, and most of it, most of it, at least eighty five percent of it matches up with what they've done in the game. So I, I'm just having a blast. It's awesome. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah. I've been uh, I have been too. But like, so what about you, man? I want to I want to hit on you too. 
Um, I haven't been playing Baldur's Gate 3 because I had to choose between a bottle of bourbon or Baldur's Gate 3. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I will get there someday. He's like, um, I did preface this show. <laughs> right. We all understand now. Um, but I actually got back into Final Fantasy XIV a little bit. Oh. Um, trying my damnedest to, to love that game. <laughs> really? It's easier to love than ESO. Hey, I'll man, you ain't wrong there, man. But the thing is, I could go off for another hour just on Final Fantasy. Um, other than that, I've been doing some work with Defend the Night. Got a couple of my own little personal projects going on. Um, none of them are quite ready for... They're either not appropriate, meaning they're a little high-level techie, or just not ready to talk about yet. That's fair. It's pretty awesome. Uh, you know, I think last time we were here, I, I did discuss... Uh, that game Hades, it's a rogue light game. And I didn't think I'd like it, but that game I've talked about it last time and I'm not going to completely rehash it, but that game is pretty great, man. I like that. I can jump into that one and kind of play it, you know, for like maybe one playthrough session for a little bit, still feel like I've gained, you know, and it, it looks visually great. Of course it explores like mythology, which is awesome too. Um, been i played i think for a community game i actually went and checked uh dead by daylight i played that mm -hmm. um like saturday uh with the community with the community and it was actually a lot of fun i i i liked it a lot more playing it with friends than i think i did just jump it as an you know a solo player uh to whatever kind of the cards were going to be dealt to me um don't I'll, I'll get to that one in a second uh i actually have been reading i started reading the witcher books finally got to that and uh the last wish is like i think that's technically the first one and um so i started reading that one and it's actually pretty cool because boy the stuff in the book i i've never been a big reader but as someone who's about to write i feel like it's important to really immerse myself in some different literature styles and get an idea about what kind of writing because i can write but writing in a sense that i can paint a really good picture without it being too wordy. Like I've already read one book this year where I felt like you're describing too much. And so now I'm getting lost in your description and not in my imagination of what I am. I want to see versus what I call you're telling that. Me. I call yeah. that a Michael Crichton book. Really? That's what yeah. I call that. Yeah. Wow. Damn. It's uh, actually funny that you say that because I've done writing too, since I've been going. Really? Oh, Can nice. you share anything? <clears throat> not yet. It's almost yeah. done. Um, nice. I, I had a Pantheon Rise of the Fallen community member commission me to write a background story for their character. Cool. And I was given the outline. Um, those of you who may not know, Darkmere are their basically Dark Elf substitute race. Um, and they're using all their alt characters and their family's characters and stuff. So I had to basically find a way to make three human brothers deal you know work well with two twin dark mirror female stepsisters i'm just like what did i do to deserve this it, it, i mean think of think about like forgotten realms a couple of humans and then bring in just some random dark elves <laughs> did you did didn't you write the lore pieces for uh defend the night wasn't that you lexer that wrote those I, I didn't write them. I did help with them, though. Oh, okay. okay. Noel Wayne actually Noel wrote Wayne. those. Yeah. I, I'm her... I like those. 
Do you know, right. you know how some people like to take a little bouncy ball and throw them against the, the wall? Mm -hmm. I'm the wall in this case. She just throws ideas to me and I bounce them back. I'm like, oh, what about this? What about that? And yeah. then she takes them and goes, here's something great. And I'm like, cool. Is that your way of referencing that you're hard-headed? You have a hard head? I have a tough outer shell, but inside I'm gooey and squishy. <laughs> but I'm soft and plush. No, hey, we've got, you know what, dude? I'm soft and warm and kind of red. And kind of <laughs> With blood. And guts. Dude. Alright, don't hate me on this. Uh, I've been playing Mobile Legends a little bit, too, with my community. To be fair, I didn't start playing it. I actually played it back, like, la I think it was like a year ago now. It's like a MOBA, and I usually, the only MOBAs I've liked are that one and uh, Smite. But actually, I have some community members I can play Mobile Legends with now, so it's kind of cool to jump on there. Hang on. I need, you to, I need you to slow down the first word. What's the first word? MOBA Legends? No. That's what you said, right? Sure. <laughs> I'm not sure which is worse, mobile or MOBA. Uh -huh. oh. I knew I was going to get some judgment for discussing this today. So. Probably, probably it's okay, man. It's okay. Probably I mobile played, is worse. I played Pokemon Go when it first came out. Hold on. I, didn't well, I, played a, I have played a mobile game. I play mobile games. They're just like crossword and Stuff like that, because I have an old phone and they can't handle three D. No, but close. I, I stopped playing that one because my wife kept kicking the crap out of me. As their paladin, was she a paladin when she did it? I, I will not accept defeat from a paladin, so I stopped <laughs> playing. That's great, man. Uh, and she always gets smug too. It's like she beat me like two hundred points to fifteen. And it's just like, don't get righteous with me. Are you playing? Are you playing it on PC though? I'm serious. I don't know anything about this game. I'm not trying to. You talking about of Friends? I'm not trying to roast you. I'm just. I are you talking I'm, talking about Sims? Talk about Mobile Legends. Uh, I play oh. it on my phone. Yeah, I do play it on oh, my phone. Oh, okay. Although I can okay. I can mirror it. I it actually mirrors pretty well. It doesn't look bad when you mirror it. But yeah. It's not. It's, it's not like it's one of those. Yeah, it's not like those games that where it's like constantly spamming you with buy this, buy this, buy this. You get okay. like your intro, like you know this the splash screen stuff they want to show you when you jump on, but it's like, whatever. Um, and then like when you're on, you're not constantly reminded and there's plenty of ways to like earn everything. Everything's earnable. So it's okay. not, that's the, yeah. that's the 3d RPG one, right? Uh, Cause I know you told me about a mobile game and I tried to play it, but my phone kept overheating and rebooting. You're thinking about knighthood. Now that one, I, that's stopped playing. That one. I stopped playing it because it actually got super pay to win and super, super like in your face with money i mean when, they basically pulled up pulled a gotcha moment where we got your hooks let's see how much like, we can milk you for i was like the fuck out of my phone you know what i mean you know you know who i'm impressed with who and this is a mobile game but it's also on pc genshin impact man I, it's not Heard my of kind one. of game but yeah. dang dude you play a, a 100 yeah. hour story with no shop no like buy this buy that and then after the 100 hours i start being like here's some characters that are available that you don't necessarily need, but if you want to support the game after mm. we just gave you a hundred hours, here they are. Like, the, wow, that's the that's the right way to do it. Yeah, I really mm -hmm. have respect. It's a it's a yeah. Breath of the Wild type game, um, oh. and I love Breath of the Wild, but it's like more anime 
than mm, Breath of the Wild. Okay. Um, it's too Let's anime say. for me, uh, but yeah, I totally get why people like it. It's cool. I think Guildy's talking yeah. about it lately. I think they were like showing it off. Yeah. I'm like, I looked at it and I, I didn't try it because it's too 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 Eastern too for anime. me. Too anime. Yeah. That- yeah. That actually sounds like one of the one of the few games where I, if if I played it and enjoyed it, I would spend a little money on it just to think. support them. Because yeah, fair. nothing drives me up a wall faster than someone going, oh, buy this! <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care if I'm dying of thirst and, I, and you have a glass of water and you're just like, buy this! I'm like, I'd rather die. Go away. Get that shit out of my face. If yeah. it's my decision, I'm more likely to make it. But you, but these people are making it not my decision, and I don't like that. Yeah, don't try to force yeah. people to make the choice you want. Like, let them make it because they want to. Like, it's their decision. They don't feel like they have to. Right. And I, I, it's kind of funny because you can blatantly tell that that's all greed. Yeah. Because in, the, in like the, the, I can't remember the name of it, the game you just mentioned, Mm. It's not a greed thing because they're not forcing it, or at least it doesn't sound like they're forcing it down your your throat. Yeah. So yeah at which not... point it's like, I'm more willing to help you because you're not a greedy asshole. Right. And by the, even if it does get a little bit outrageous, maybe at that point, you're 100 hours deep. How long do you want to play right. a single-player game for? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think I think it was a pretty good tactic. I'm pretty impressed with that. I hopefully, that, and it's made by a Chinese company, dude. Yeah, unbelievable. It's yeah, really, really it's, impressive. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm sure, I'm sure the government will shut them down soon enough for being too lenient on Americans. Oh God, <laughs> dude, I I really can play that Mobile Legends game a lot, and I, I'm not a big MOBA fan, and that one actually I, I get because like I don't like having to with League of Legends you have to like click around on your screen a lot, and that's not really it doesn't just doesn't feel right by me. Like some games I can do that and it feels okay, but that one's not one of them. Uh. So it takes a lot for me to like really stick with something. I've actually, that's one of them that I have to avoid playing. Otherwise I don't, I play it too much Hmm. just to play it too much. I get triggered a little bit. Don't get me wrong. I'll be like, the fuck are you guys at? You know, stuff like that screaming in my room or whatever. And people looking around like the fuck's this problem. But you know, uh, it's, it doesn't really impact me a whole lot. And, And as far as mobile games go, like, it doesn't seem super predatory. It's like you want to spend money, you can. You don't have to. There's plenty of ways to earn all the shit you want to get anyway. And plenty of events that, like the thing about that Nighthood game that drove me nuts was it'd be like, we have this event coming out. It would last like two months or something. And you could play through everything. And it's like the top people were. And it's like that motherfucker paid to win. He literally is a well and bought everything day one and got all the points to get there. Yeah. Right. Fucking, that's is, not the way to form isn't prestige. It, Dude. Isn't it sad when you take a gaming medium like mobile gaming and you can quite literally compare it to pedophiles. The money is your children and all they want to do is touch your children. They don't give a shit about anything else. Oh yeah. It's like, how sad is that? That you can actually look at a mobile game and be like, this is the digital version of a goddamn pedophile. <laughs> shit. I got nothing for that, man. That, that one's... <laughs> Yeah. Mic drop. I, I don't want to drop my mic because it would break. It. Yeah, it's all face palms in chat. So let's let's talk about the games we cover, right? I'll just I'll lead with mine. Uh, the only game I'm really covering like lately is just Ashes, and we'll get to why that is. I haven't really had anything to do with any of the other games yet. I'm, nothing really to kind of cover in my opinion currently. Um, 
So I've got, you know, kind of jumping in some random games and I've got Ashes, obviously. And they actually are doing something I wasn't really expecting, which is, I, I think it's pretty cool that every year they do this glorious gourd competition. It's a Halloween thing. And I remember like way Sounds back. sexy. Hey, dude, I got some pumpkins. I'm going to carve up. I bought three just in case I fuck up like two. So, <laughs> but Not, nothing excites a man on Halloween like a big old pumpkin. You ain't wrong about that. Not this one. Anyway. I love pumpkins, dude. <laughs> he almost spewed. Could you imagine if that was clipped? <laughs> I'd have been in gold. I'd have looked at that every time, man. Um, so <clears throat> they are doing this Halloween competition. They've done it for a couple years now. And like, I remember way back when they had the Alpha Zero period, they gave a bunch of Alpha Zero keys away. They're actually giving away like three. They have three first. Like, it's kind of like a three different place prizes, best overall ones. And then one's like, creative and fancy and most you know whatever like anyway the they each of them though have vintage squat uh swag which is like their old apparel with like old logo stuff on it and that they're giving away and then so you get like a hat i think it's like a mouse pad and a shirt i think for each of those places each of those places include an alpha one key which i was like holy shit didn't see that coming but it's kind of cool because people that didn't hear about the game have an opportunity, maybe. And then the first place prize wins is like a graphics card, which is like a really good one. So, Ooh. Oh, yeah. What yeah. graphics card? Like the 30, 30 it, series? Let me tell you. Give me just one moment because I didn't have that pulled up. I can tell you this much. It'll beat my 900 series. I'm about yes. to. <laughs> it is. And, okay. It is the AMD. 5700 XT. Yep. Damn, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to link that. So, anyway. Thank you, King. Thank you. Oh wow, King, look at you, pro. My homie's right there. Nvidia or nothing, man. Nvidia or nothing. I, I I'm kind of with Nathan. Like I have had AMD. That's where I've been for quite a quite a few years. I'm waiting for AMD to kind of. I mean, they've already got their shit together in the CPU market. Now I'm waiting for their graphics department to get their shit together. So that's basically my thing. They had their live stream, showed off some mounts and and kind of like water stuff talked about that it was it wasn't a big one but they were, mostly they dropped a shit ton of concept art um a shit ton of like environment art renders i mean it was like pretty loaded on renders and and like environment art some of the environment art i was like dude i can't tell if that's actually a screenshot it was wow. really nice really nice for somebody who likes just really good art and good environment scenes and stuff like that so but that's basically my thing what about you guys like i know you guys check out you know, Lex well, was with Defend the Night. You guys both like follow Pantheon as well. So, all I can say is, I remember seeing a tweet from Ashes about some mount that was like a wood based creature or something. All I can say is, who, whoever wrote that description of that mount is the reason that you know that drugs are bad. Wait, which one? Which one are you talking about? It was some crazy mount about how it like creaks and cracks and stuff like like it yeah, was made out of a tree or something i wonder if it but, was a, if it was a care the was it the caravan maybe maybe it, it was wonder. just some creature and i thought it was a mount i i read that yeah. whole the, the the spring and horse thing i'm saying but um huh. i had to read the description five times i'm like how many drugs do these people do i mean who knows don't get me wrong i i i'm, I'm a former substance abuser myself and i'm sitting there going damn that's a lot of drugs to write like that like wow because really i still had a hard time wrapping my head around it is that it i wrote it in chat 
I think that was it. Oh, Steed creaks and cracks. So they're talking to oh the mount because the mount's basically yeah. like roots. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> oh my god, people, learn to write, please. I mean, I'm not that good, and even I go look at that going, oh my lord. I, I don't know, man. Um, I, I'm reading it right now. I don't think it's that bad, but teach their own. I, I think it was just the first time I saw it. I was trying to read it, and something was throwing me off. Um, make you holla. <laughs> I haven't had that much to drink yet. We get it. <laughs> so um, what about Pantheon? Because we were talking about that Pan one earlier. Yeah. With Pantheon, um, mm -hmm. well, the Voice of Termis show is back on the air once a month now. Cool. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm I'm a co-founder of the guild, and I'm a co-host of the show. I think that's right. Um, there are over 180 shows um, exclusively covering Pantheon. But um, yeah, the last show they did, or we did, it was, uh, was a little harsh. What was that? Yeah. PA, they recently did something called PA5 Shakeout, which is like a pre-testing test session. Okay. I mean, because... You could find all the information you want about this, so I'm not going to get too into it, but let's cool. just say that it was not handled correctly. None of the testings have been handled very well, particularly, and I was kind of fed up. Okay. PA5? And I right? went off. PA5 Shakeout. Okay, thanks. I was curious about it, too. Yeah. Basically, it's their preemptive, let's make sure the server still work testing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I was... Uh, I was a little amped up that day because I was sick of their shit. And I was like, all right, I'm going to let my mouth do what it does best and run the marathon. Yeah. Um. Let's see. A lot of work. Um, do a lot of stuff on the house. I finally have windows in my house and I finally have a roof on my house again. It, it's been like almost an entire month to get it done. It started off with uh, fixing, replacing a leaky window, and then all of a sudden a new roof, half of the front corner of the house was repaired, uh, new windows, new dormers. <laughs> yeah, it's that funny how when you get started, like it always starts out like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix this issue, mm -hmm. and then eventually you've, you basically rebuilt your home. Well, that's <laughs> the funny thing, because <laughs> we, we had talked to the Esperer, my wife and I, my wife, um, I never grew up learning how to use tools. Okay. My, my father was basically a drunk. Um, so the fact that I knew how to knew which side of the hammer was the owie side is a bonus for me. Um, but my wife grew up with a, a father who was real big into building stuff. He was an HVAC guy. She grew up with three brothers. She knows more about construction than most people I've met. And she was telling this estimator, it's the problem with the dormer on that corner. You need to climb up there and look at it. And he just completely disregarded her because she's a woman. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's the dorm. He's like, I, he's like, I, he's like, ah, it's a hundred percent not. It's this. And then when the guys came to uh, replace the windows, mm -hmm. a guy who took the window was like, sir, you need to come here a minute. And I'm like, oh shit. He literally put his fist in through the window frame, through the header, and was touching shingles. Jeez, dude. Looks <laughs> like. Well, like, fuck me with a shoehorn sideways because this shoe sucks. Shoehorn? Yes. 
What about you, Nathan, with your uh, with uh, game wise stuff? Because I mean, you guys both follow Pantheon. Yeah, yeah. So uh, still got Pantheon content coming. Um, you know, we're at a um, we're kind of at an impasse right now with Pantheon because the shakeouts just happened. Um, we're waiting on a little communication with uh, stuff there mm-hmm. because uh, just felt a little awkward. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we got to wait for VR to give a, a response. Uh, to what's going on exactly, but what we do know is that pre-alpha five proper, which is uh, more of a uh, you know leveling all the way up, um, you know progression mm-hmm. uh, test. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. That's going to be awesome. Um, I, I do got to say that uh, a lot of people were a little bit. I, I think expectations got a little too high because of previous uh, announcements from Visionary Rounds um, uh, Project. To Fair be Home. fair which was a big deal, right? Expectations um, were high because we didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> right. So, and we still don't really, but mm-hmm. what no. we do know is that we were shown project ferret hell in this zone and it was gorgeous. And you know, um, the perception systems working and everything looked really good. And then they say pre alpha five is coming. So I think everybody just expected to go to ferret hell and we did not. Um, and I can say that without breaking NDA because they showed it on a live stream. So, there you uh, go. Uh, couldn't talk about it before because they hadn't really officially announced it, but announced now it. I can. So, um, yeah, so it's a little, it's just a little jarring to people. We wanted to see the beautiful new zone they worked so much time on, etc. Um, but we'll see what's in store for us pre out five. I still got really high hopes. Um, uh, right, visionary around like, a small team. It's eight people, so I mean, what yeah. Do you oh, is it really? And even and even yeah. with the voice of Tumor show, like I said, that oh, last show know. was was really bad in terms of talking to VR, but. Here's the wonderful thing I like about the Pantheon community. Mm-hmm. You can say something negative, but if you give reasons why and explain why you're feeling this way, even if it is angry or frustrated, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, either VR is going to reach out to you, or another content creator is going to reach out to you, or just a, one of the one of their VIPs is going to reach out to you. Because, like, I, I have, I'm, I'm a busy guy. I miss information. Yeah. Even though I'm a content creator for Pantheon, it's mostly like theory crafting and just random discussion. I miss stuff. If I get mad because I missed information and someone tells me, I usually go back and say, I've been, I was, I was told now, I I understand. I'm sorry. So, So I've, whereas most other communities, it's been a case of the minute you say something that is even remotely negative. You got the white knights shoving broadswords up your rear end, and everyone else coming out the warworks basically telling you you're an idiot. Yeah, that's the thing with uh, when you're passionate about something, right? Um, passion uh, sometimes means tough love, sometimes means um, just speaking the truth and uh, your concerns. Uh, so I think um, I think that's probably uh, what's happening right now, not just with the uh, VOT. But I think BOT just kind of was the first ones to uh, express it um, openly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I tend to be the first guy to mm-hmm. run his mouth when something something not so great is happening. <laughs> right. But I've also been working on, actually, full-time gig for me has been Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Um, love it. Um, <laughs> making content on it. Everything. You have. I think some people here that are watching right now, that some people in my own community, because we've We've been pretty excited about it around here too, and and uh, a lot of them were like, you know, I've I've kind of been checking out your videos too, especially if it's not gonna like spoil anything, you know, and kind of like you know dipping by and like lurking. You probably didn't know I was there watching you on Baldur's Gate late at night while I'm doing some editing or something, and 
Uh, Sitting there shirtless watching you on the TV. I mean, Barry White going softly in the background. I can't confirm or deny that. I'm like, who's the guy that's in the chat that isn't voting? I need you to break the tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Have you have you been streaming it? You've been streaming too, right, Sam? I have, man. Uh, You doing the community vote? That is interesting. Yeah, I I like that. I've been getting to the point where I do it basically for the big decisions, but it's uh, it's fun. I I prefer playing with people. Multiplayer is. uh, I guess we can just kind of transition into talking about game news a bit. And you know, obviously, Baldur's Gate three came out Tuesday this week mm-hmm. and uh i played it the first day nathan on, and, and lexer like on solo play like just lone yeah. wolf like going through and and playing it um more customization for character than i expected initially more options for everything all the classes and stuff aren't all there yet but yeah. def- definitely i watched nathan's I video on just the character customization where he fast forward and i thought it was gonna be like oh it's gonna be like a three four minute clip and i'm like I've been sitting here a while and I look at it and it's like not even half done. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Takes you a minute. Yeah. Feels very D and D. Yeah. Very, very much so. Uh the multiplayer mode. Uh I'm looking forward to that one the most and I enjoy it the most. I, I the first day, which was Tuesday, I jumped in and just tinkered with it, got the Twitch uh extension set up and had people kind of voting and checking it out got through, got done streaming, and then ended up playing for like another, probably longer than I should have. I didn't get enough sleep. Surprise. Uh, and then the next day, which was yesterday, uh, we did did like uh, four of us jumped in and played through the beginning. There were definitely some issues with yeah. uh, like, uh, you know, it being stable, a lot of like lag spikes, like the auto saves were doing stuff. Some of my saves weren't there at all. Like they were disappearing. It's having some problems, but, but it is an early access. I'm not giving an excuse, but that is part of early access is you're kind of going to run into problems. And hopefully if you're, you know, playing in early access, you're doing your, your part to like kind of report on those when you're prompted to it or, or whatever, but it'll, it helps the game helps them to know, give them more data on things that are there they can work on. But, uh, God, man, it, it does feel very much like divinity Two original sin, but like, it feels like it in the sense that it's clearly a Larian Studios game. Yeah. It's clearly them that made it. You can see it in the art style. You can see it in the way that game functions. But it also feels very Baldur's Gate and D&D. Like, very, very mm-hmm. much so. The element of D&D is there in everything. Yeah. It's there at so... everything from dice rolls for choices, character creation like uh character sheets like all of it. it it's it's there and it's it's gonna be a lot of fun i think to get through so what i'm thing. hearing is it's it's actually a worthy successor to Baldur's gate 2 i believe i believe here's, it is but that's just me i know um you i'm gonna guess i don't actually know i'm gonna guess you probably play Baldur's gate one and or two or both a lot right oh yes so, I have to say, although I'm super happy with this being called Baldur's Gate 3, a lot of people are not. And it's because this is very D&D. Right. And Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 was AD&D 2nd Edition. And it was... It's so different, man. That, like... <laughs> Nine days, man. Enemy. They don't feel that Baldur's Gate soul. Um, really? And plus, you know, the the... The graphic style of uh, Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, really dark and gritty, you know, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, just just dark, right? It, it's and, fair. And this one's 
has its moments. It you does. know what I mean? But it's very colorful. It's very, uh, right. you know, it, it, I can see why people, as I'm playing it, I'm happy with it because we went through several editions of D&D since the last Baldur's Gate. Fifth edition is very different than AD&D. Um, so, I mean, I get it, and I'm just like, this is awesome because it's D&D, and that's all I care mm-hmm. about. Uh, I do, there is a lot of Baldur's Gate fans who are pissed because it's yeah. turn-based combat, yeah, and that you know, it's just a lot of reasons that Baldur's Gate fans are, are mad right now. Well, they just are yeah. calling it the I think I, I did. I played the hell out of Baldur's Gate one and two. Beat it multiple times as different types of characters. Um, someone being upset about the turn base really seems like yelling at a banana because it's a fruit. Yeah, I agree. I mean. Those who play Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, how many times have you mashed the hell out of your space bar? Because that was how you paused. You were like, mm. Yeah, I did it you like know? nonstop every five seconds. It's like, pause, what's going on? Right. Okay. And Is then once you out? realize that you're going through like a $10 Microsoft keyboard every three months, <laughs> you decided to go through the options. Oh, auto pause when fights start. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so to me, that doesn't really seem like that big of a deal. I mean, I look at that as literally like yelling at a bowl of fruit. Why? <laughs> you know? Why banana? <laughs> if you don't, if you don't want to eat it, then just move on. It's a good yeah. point, man. It really it is. is true. Because like, here's the other. True. Here's my point too. I got to say this before I forget this thought. Like going from Baldur's Gate two to three was gonna be a crazy big jump in technology anyway. It's been yeah. what, like twelve years? That's what I'm saying. It's been a long time. It's gonna be. It's here's my thing okay i think it's going to be a massive jump and change in the delivery anyway and in the style and in a lot of those different things and probably even in the way the game plays at its core anyway but also you have to take into account like that is larian studios like product like they that's the way right. their games are made like it's 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 really odd the gaming industry especially the fans because and i've been on both sides of this fence so i'm not pointing a finger at anybody yeah. here you you'll find yeah. the games that you love and then all of a sudden a new one code you'll either be angry that it's not any different and it's basically a reskin i've been there yeah or you'll be angry that it's so different it doesn't feel like the same game i've no, been there too you can't yeah, please everyone yeah. either right you can't. Like, yeah look there's probably right. some people that are going to go play that that fucking lie of a game the prince of persia uh what's it called um yeah the anyway i went off about this one a while back in my opinion that prince of persia um remake game go look at that man that's not a remake that's i'm gonna go full nathan mm-hmm. napalm if i keep talking about it but my point is is you got people that are gonna accept it because maybe they never played the game to begin with don't know a whole lot about it or have the history with it then you have people like me that are gonna be like um no it's just basically you're taking the game and you're you're copying it or whatever and you're putting it out there as a new product to make some money nostalgia baiting it i don't think this is like the same thing i think some people have a feeling it's nostalgia bait for money and all that but i don't feel like it's that at all i feel like it's somewhere in between the Baldur's gate world and what it was larian studios and where they're at and what they do and trying to find a happy medium to to deliver on on both fronts and you're not going to have everybody that's happy with it, but. And I have a feeling that Larian had a sit down as a group. Yeah. And said, all right, here's what we can do, guys. We can go full blown Baldur's Gate style, right? And, 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 uh, Pillars of Eternity has already freaking done that. 
so it's been done. We can right. because Eternity is the Baldur's Gate. It, it emulates the uh, Infinity Engine. If you want Baldur's Gate like it used to be, by all means, go play Pills of Eternity. It, it one. Uh, how can you argue with that, right? We can yeah. do that and call it Baldur's Gate three, or we can go full blown D and D fifth edition, as close on a PC as we possibly can get with technology today, and innovate CRPGs with things like the camera angle, um, and and all, all all kinds of things. We can just go and and the storytelling and how we approach it and all that, and we can go more for the what made people actually fall in love with Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, which was the characters and the story. Yeah. And we can just go full-blown into that. Right. And they decided, let's do that, because there's already Pillars of Eternity. Hey, I'm um, going gonna, gonna to go a little full nerd here. I think yeah. it was Baldur's Gate 2. Who who remembers when you actually saw Elementor? And how many of us actually tried to kill him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you knew, you knew from reading... Any Forgotten Realms book that this would never in a million years go your way. Yeah. I still try it. <laughs> you know what? I got to piggyback on what Nathan said too. Like if they went with that second option that Nathan's like hypothesizing happened in the studio, right? And they were like, we can deliver this. That's also something they're good at. They're really good at doing. So it makes sense in the delivery to me. Yeah, I agree. Right? And and um, if you know if you know about Larian, uh, this is a studio who's been in love with Dungeons and Dragons, and Ultima actually is what got uh, Spin, uh, as far as I could tell, uh, into D and D. Was he played the original Ultima way back in the day, yeah. and then he found out it had sourced from Joe and D and D, and then he fell in love with D and D. And so, like the inspiration of D and D's been there in their games, every game they've made, but they never had the license. To make a actual D and D game, now they do. And what I think is interesting is uh, I've been making a lot of content on Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. And so uh, some of my videos have gotten like really high traffic. So I'm getting to see a lot mm-hmm. of feedback from that community. And I just cannot believe how much hatred is out there for Divinity: Original Sin. Like people are like, "Oh, I've this Divinity: Original Sin," but that was a like global phenomenon. Uh, it did really good. TRPGs. Why suddenly it's the bad guy and how dare your game be anything like that? That helped bring back CRPGs. CRPGs was practically dead. And uh, Pillars of Eternity and Divinity Original Sin brought it back. So, like, I can't believe the vitriol I'm hearing. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just getting older. I've been shaving my beard because I've been kind of, like, going a little nuts over how many grays are there now. Welcome (laughs) to my world, man. I mean, I just... Made my hair a couple of days ago because I realized I got a big gray spot like right here. Bald is but, beautiful. Um, Bald is beautiful, baby. Yeah, not on me, it ain't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, now, like I said, I don't know if it's maybe it's because of my age. I'm kind of at the point where when there's something I don't like, I usually say why well, I don't like it, but I at least accept the fact that there are people out there that are going to enjoy it, and that's great. That that in itself is great. I don't even bother looking mm-hmm. at like Steam reviews anymore. Right. I read a few of them just to see what what did they not like, what did they like, because just because I say something is bad doesn't mean that Nathan's going to think it's bad. Maybe he likes the fact that his character bounces around on a big on a big badonka donk as their movement. You know, I do like, and that. I don't. <laughs> right? I mean, so what does I it do. really matter? And in the end, if you're going to sit there and you're going to harp in my ear. 
about some people. How this was so stupid. This is ridiculous. This is dumb. I don't think this is stupid. Blah, 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 blah. Go make your own fucking game. Yeah. And oh, and, and you know, before anyone says it, oh, well, then you go make your own game because you could complain a lot. I well, know. let's see. I'm a 20 year programmer. Do you honestly think I can't? I've been on I, I've been a programmer on games before, so you can uh, you can bend right over because I got a nice big baseball bat for you. Oh God! And you are making your own game. Yes, I'm also part of Defend the Night and all go. these other things. So yeah, yes. So no one can use that excuse on me, even though they try at least once a week. I mean, it's like yeah, it's like why don't you become a developer and do something about it? Why don't like, you make your own game if you're telling me to make my own? Well, I am, so you can go suck it. Hey, man, you know what though? I I gotta give it to him because in, in a world where there are a lot of companies in the gaming industry will just nostalgia bait and just take that coin purse. Like, Absolutely, they love don't, what don't they get do. Me wrong. Yeah, they love what they do. There, there's a lot of baiters. There are. And I'm not talking about the good kind of baiters. I'm talking about the, the people that like to just roll one over on people, which are basically just scam artists in digital form, really. I mean, oh. they're, they're no better. They're no better. Than, I, I, hello, my name is Steve from Microsoft. You have a virus? <laughs> no, oh, they're, right. no better than, they're no better than them at all, period. That's End of discussion too. on that one. But, Lose like, me. okay, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take one game that's actually kind of controversial. Skyforge. Okay. Okay. I was a founder in that game. I loved the original. I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun in that game. They updated it to make it extremely linear, very grindy, very pay to win. And I said, no, I'm done. There are people out there that still love that game. And that's great for them. I couldn't be happier. But I'm more likely to get a Prince Albert done with a rusty nail from an angry feminist <laughs> than I am to play that game again. Man. The way it is um oh man that 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 like there's actually some things to say in that regard it's not about the rusty now part but uh, <laughs> but just kind of about specific games and, and things like that dude i we talked about the dream haven announcement last time uh yeah. you know which is basically mike morham's company and he's got Dude, I did not realize how many of the bigger people in Blizz are actually there now. It feels more like there was an exodus at Blizzard and more well, I like guarantee you. and more like Activision is running it now. I don't feel I feel more I have... sure that Blizzard games and all of those titles for the franchises like World of Warcraft and all that, I feel so much more deep down in my gut that the, it's an Activision company now and it's not a Blizzard game and company anymore. I wish Absolutely. he would have named his company something like Fireball. Fireball. Um, you know, that would have been funny, wouldn't it? If you just did yeah. like a, not instead of Blizzard where, uh, I don't know, uh, somebody could think Hailstorm. of Hailstorm. Hailstorm or, or something. That would have been awesome. That would have really just <laughs> made my life. But you got to think about it like this, right? Um, Snowstormy. If you've ever had oh. a job where you liked where you worked or you liked your boss, right? Um, or you liked somebody really high up, they uh, uh, did something for you or, or, or you just looked up to them as a leader or whatever, right? Right. And they leave the company and go start their own company doing the same thing that you're doing and you're not, and then 
the management style changes. You got this big company crushing you now. People are talking crap about your 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 products and your the reputation of companies uh, sliding a little bit. And then you've got your old boss over here with a brand new shiny reputation. Yeah, you're probably gonna want to go with the boss you you loved and respected back when the company was yeah. awesome, right? Yeah, sure. So I I definitely think the exodus will continue. Absolutely, <laughs> I believe it too. The Just, sad thing is, I don't, I don't like from all the, the that uh, big wage, right? thing oh, that right. was going on. I, yeah. I can't remember what they called it, but yeah. um, just from that alone, I don't think Blizzard will ever. There at least a reputation will never recover from that. Yeah, they're from this point on always basically going to be digital slumlords. Yeah, it's too many things at this point. Well, I mean, it's just Activision now. Wagegate, that's it. It's just, I, I hate to say it, I just, I don't see it as Blizzard anymore. I just see it as Activision now after seeing all of that. When I saw the list of names, and I didn't bring it here today, but there's a list you could go look at, and you see all the names, you see what they worked on. You're like, these were the people that headed these titles. They're yeah. not there anymore. They're over here now. It's, yeah. it's not, to me... As someone who is playing, you know, World of Warcraft and, and Blizzard games for a long time, it's not Blizzard anymore without these people. <laughs> it's just not to me. So, man. But, you um, know, I, you know, who, who? do you guys realize this was just announced the other day who mm -hmm. uh, Bethesda got bought by Microsoft, right? We already talked about we that. We did, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you realize that EA almost bought Bethesda before Microsoft did? What? That Thank God been... for small favors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not joking. You're not joking. The, the and just to put that in perspective, just put that in perspective. Yeah, I, I used to work for Microsoft, and I basically told them all to go shove it. And Microsoft hasn't gotten a dime from me in about 15 years. Damn. Let's just put it that way. And they will never get a dime from me. Wait a minute. They're, Microsoft's always going to get a dime from you. Nope. Your PC runs Windows? Linux. Oh, you little oh, sneaky bastard. Sneaky. You little sneaky <laughs> Microsoft. <laughs> Holy hell. No, I, I've been in IT for over 20 years, so... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Blu-ray. Do you have anything Blu-ray? Nope. Oh, that's not Microsoft. That's Sony. That's Sony. No. Yeah, was, uh, I'm going to figure it out. Microsoft's getting a dime. for the No, they're not. They're not getting... <laughs> Look, I'll find it. I'll find that dime. <laughs> I'll find that dime. I mean, I use I don't I don't use any of the their Microsoft stuff. I use free alternatives like LibreOffice and stuff like that. Um I've been using them for years. Dang, I've been huge supporters that. of those projects. Um there could be I mean, I, I even know people in this town. I've talked with them who work with Microsoft working on like their other crypto projects and stuff, and I'm like, they're like, hey. You, I, I've seen some of your work. You know, you you want to see if I can get you a job? And I'm like, no, <laughs> not gonna happen. It's like, it's, and they're like, why are you laughing? I was like, anyone that works at Microsoft is a freaking joke, man. And they're like, I work at Microsoft. I was like, and you're a fucking joke, dude. Did you did like, you I'm hear sorry. about the, the document? They they finally with the Chronicles of Illyria bit. I forgot about this, uh, but the Chronicles of Illyria bit. They the lawyers sent a response to the people who were submitting, you know, documentation, trying to get money back, you know? And essentially mm -hmm. there was like the framework of the document and the response was that the leader of Chronicles of Deliria was not ever closing the game. That the, and, and then you can literally go back to the posts from the guy 
saying he was having to stop the game. I mean, you got literal documentation now from their legal team saying we weren't closing the game and he never said that he was going to close it. And his words on a public forum saying, I have to close the game. I can't do it anymore. And also saying, I'm sorry, homie. You've also mentioned that you don't have the know-how or the skills to make the game yourself. So you can't, as the sole person left in the company, even say you're working on the game because by definition from your own mouth on the subject, you stated you do not have the know-how or the finish. skill set. So it, it is just absolutely no, wait a, minute, a train wreck, dude. Wait a minute, though. He does have a GoFundMe to uh, pay for him to go to school to learn how to make a game. And then, <laughs> and then he's going to no, I'm joking. Yeah, that sounds like that like, sounds like some stuff that guy would do though. Watch, <laughs> watch it. That that exact GoFundMe is going to pop up in about two weeks after he sees this. <laughs> Probably. That whole Chronicles of thing. It's it's like oh, the, the most shady motherfucker you've ever known in your entire yeah, life. Even take even take shady people that you've ever seen on TV or on movies or whatever. And this guy models his life after them. Yeah, my like, opinion like, would align. I want to be like Skeletor. <laughs> right. <laughs> everything, everything I have read or seen of Chronicles God. of Lyria went from "Are you fucking serious?" to "I can't believe this is happening." to "I fucking told you so." <laughs> Dude, remember the first videos? Like, and this is just it, at this point, it's just it's a really sad story. Yeah, but I'm only laughing because it's so ridiculous. Uh, but you can't funny, help, I... you no, know, you can't help but laugh because it's that ridiculous. Like, remember the video at, in the Kickstarter that had them like running and jousting and all the cool graphics, and that looked like, oh, we've got to polish this significantly more before release. And it literally looks like it regresses by the time they go. Yeah, here's what we've got to show you. Sorry, but we can't do this. It almost never we mind. ran yeah. all our textures through a filter that made them smaller, which optimizes them, but makes them at like eight bit quality. I block, but, block but what beats it all is not okay. So you had the videos, and it looked like you know, okay, this is a game. It looks okay. You know, uh -huh. I can tell they're developing it. Right. And then it goes from that to videos. It looks more like RuneScape, nothing even like the even art At style all. we had before. Yeah. And then they released a demo <laughs> of, bar. A, of like jumping around parkour. Um, parkour. And it was, you could tell they built it in an evening by like one dude. Like, yeah. Do it together, like. In the Unity engine or something, you know, like using uh, using, yeah. using one of those visual script kind of languages yeah. where you're like, yeah, where dude. it's already got a crappy level, and all you have to do is just kind of be like, okay, I'm just connect the dots. There. Yeah, connect. And, uh, <laughs> it's oh, crazy, dude. It's okay, crazy. now we are we are already like an hour in, and there's a few more things to hit on. So i told you it was going to take more than an hour you were right you're right so i guess since we kind of were talking about microsoft a little bit so they you know the xbox is their thing they have the series x being backwards compatible i just want to say okay cool that's great whatever awesome i feel like this is something the game like that consoles should have been working on doing a long time ago but ho i'm hopeful that a uh, producer of a console that I actually do enjoy and have since my, I was an itty bitty guy, the Nintendo takes a page from this book and says, maybe it's about time we do that too. Can I get a, can a, 
can I please play all my Zelda games? Or at least, I don't know, a couple gens oh. ago on the new console, like a yeah. few that we talked about previously. Well, I've got really good news for you, Sam. Yeah? i got some super good news for you. Really? You will be able to play every Zelda on your Nintendo Switch, actually. The current the current console. Yes. You're going to have to pay for them again. And next time there's a console, you'll be able to do it again. But you'll have to pay for them all again. Mm-hmm. And again. And again, and again, and again, for the rest of time until the game is so in, insignificant and nobody gives a crap because it's the year 4044 and nobody wants to play Zelda on the NES. No. Never remake them. I'd like to start remaster them. I'm yeah. having a flashback it's, to a previous conversation, Nathan. It's, it's what Nintendo does, though. It's I thought just, you were going to give me a surprise that I was going to like. That's not a good time. That's a bad time. Hey, look, look. There's still positives. I still Let love Zelda. All of it. I love way. Zelda, too. And you know what? When they re... Because, you know, uh, what they did for the Mario 35th anniversary, they'll be doing for Zelda's 35th anniversary. I'm hoping. And they'll be re-releasing and doing all these packs. And, you know, you want all the 3D Zeldas on one disc? Cool. We'll do it for one year. What's up with that? The, the yeah. Mario thing? One year? <laughs> yeah. A limited release? What? what? <laughs> these games came out a decade ago. What do you mean a limited release? They are crazy. But anyway, they'll do the same thing for Zelda. And you know what? I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm above it. I'll buy them. I, they, they, I already know. I'm going to fall for it again. I own those games on everything. I own them. You know, I bought Ocarina of Time four times. Uh, I bought Mario 64 at least probably five or six times. Uh, I bought, you know, I just rebuy their games. It keeps working on me. There's always a new kick, like the Switch's new thing is, well, now it's portable, so I'll buy it one more time, and I can play it portable, and it's worth it. One last time. It's like a drug, you know, where it's like, I'm going to buy Mario one more time. This is it. I'm not doing it again. Five. Dude, it brings me pure joy when you go full napalm and the audio cracks. I I don't know (laughs) why. It's probably that thing like you kind of secretly enjoy watching your friends go through misery sometimes because it's hilarious how they react. But oh, I'm not secret about it. No, no, not you, not you, not you. I was talking about like (laughs) most people, but not not you. I'm talking about normal people. Yeah, no, dude. Okay, so this comes with a a bit of a heavy heart on this one. We've had some reflections about Baldur's Gate. We've had some reflections on some of the other games. This one we may or may not talk about for a bit, but it is a game that we all knew about. And I am going to be very honest about this one. It further, it, I'm going to go to that point later with like my final thoughts on it. But Valar was an MMORPG in development. I had hopes for that game. It's one of the games in this small little cutout that I see as being a hope for the genre, the MMORPG genre, right? Defend the Knights on that little cutout, on that little platform. Ashes of Creation's on that platform. Pantheon's on that platform. Saga of Leucemia is on that platform. They all have very different space. Like, their spaces are uniquely there. It's like they're doing something. I'm not saying they're trying to reinvent the wheel. They're not doing something to redefine the genre to make it. It's not going to be like, you know, You've never seen anything like this. They're trying to do what their vision is and to do it right. And that's the goalpost. It isn't to be the wow killer. It isn't to be better than the rest. It's to pick this is our focus. This is our vision. And we just want to do it right and do right by the game. Do right by the community. Those are the games that were on my list. 
right? Pantheon I wasn't really invested in, um, quite frankly, because uh, parts of it were like, uh, I'm already so dug into Ashes, I can't share that time with another one at the level I'm probably going to do there. That's mainly it. I didn't find out about it until after I had already backed Ashes. It still looked very promising. It still has hopes. I'll probably follow it by following people that I know, like you two here, who will be, you know. Yeah, because you'll you'll send you'll send me a message. How are you doing? I'm sorry, I've been up for seventy two hours. What are you telling you doing? Playing Pantheon. <laughs> Call nine one one. I think I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, Pantheon is you know for like you know some of you out there, my ashes is that home we've built. We've talked about for mm-hmm. a new place, and it's kind of our space. But. I do believe that like some games have just got something very unique about them. It's like you can share that space, you know, they can have their own space and I I can, you can enjoy another game while this might be your main, you can still invest and thoroughly enjoy it. Something. And each of these games had that element for me, right? Valar, unfortunately is one that now is not on that. It's not in that space anymore. I don't believe in my opinion that they will be back. And there, I've got some info here. So there was an announcement on the 21st of September from Dr. Greenspoon, who is the person we have seen here before on the stream in Discord, etc. Um, basically talking about now on the, there were previous dates where they kind of were like, hey, so they had done around July, no, June. They had done like a play test on the weekend, which cool to see them doing them every month almost. They had uh, had like a they were doing crowdfunding on their website, not on Kickstarter or something like that. Right. Fully, the money was going into them for the game. Right. They only had a couple people in the studio. I'm just prefacing this for all the people listening or watching right now, if you're not really aware of it. So, uh, so they were doing these regular like things. They had content creators. They were tagging as creators in their discord. They created an affiliate program which I don't know if people know or not about it, but there was an affiliate program and that was like, Hey, if you know, you people, you know, it's, it's a pretty, pretty typical affiliate program. You know, you get kind of like you get a cut if you affirm and they get the game, blah, 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 pretty typical stuff. Right. Um, and they were, they've made a good chunk of money. So you go into July, I think it was, they had hired somebody to do artwork, release some art and it was pretty cool. Uh, it seemed like, damn, we're getting into direction. They got some art. We might see some artists, you know, working on the game now soon. And, you know, they've been doing regular tests. They were starting to do Twitch streams once a month, I think, doing video uploads. And then we talked about this. Lexter, I think you were here too, actually, for this one. That game Shards that they had. Now, this mm-hmm. one's like in July-ish, I believe. Uh, July, right around the end of July, something like that. And so they did this Shards game. And we were like going, what are you doing? Like, you've been only a couple people in the studio, plus a guy who's maybe an artist. And now you're working on this. You've been crowdfunding for it. Now you've got this game shards and you're starting to promote it, get people to come. You want people to come check it out. And then soon after that, you start to see them go, well, we can't do this month's test. And then in August, it's like, hey, we can't do the stream or test. We don't really have an update for you. Um, things are kind of tough around here lately. We, I'm just, I'm just paraphrasing a whole, whole, whole lot more information, which I'll share in discord later for those who are interested. Um, anyway, fast forward to September. Now we're like a couple months of really scat, like, like minimal communication. We know something's kind of going on. They don't really tell us what it is. 
And now we say it's time to make a public announcement on the 21st saying essentially that they can't do it anymore, that they've been funding it themselves. They don't have the funds to continue it. It's too taxing on a mental and financial uh, area. And they hope that they'll be able to do it, but they don't know. They don't want to basically, there's like, they made a note on there too about that they feel that there's a stigma attached to crowdfunding and that's part of what they're not comfortable with. So maybe that's what I'm not really too sure what that is supposed to mean. I'm not sure if it's crowdfunding in general of the term, if that's why they didn't want to take it to Kickstarter, if that's maybe a way to fund the game that they're not comfortable to continuing to do. And because funding isn't there, they don't. But here's the thing that was concerning to me. is so they say, maybe they said, in short, it's on hold, not canceled. It'll always be our dream, but we will only come back to it if we can fund it ourselves. So is it on hold or it's done unless you can meet that expectation now to fund it? And they said, we want it funded, but we want creative control, but we don't have the money. So to me, I don't see how that's going to be possible. That are screams they, shelved. Are it they, screams well, shelved. Wait a minute. Are they, are they fishing for a publisher? Is that what's happening here? It sounds like maybe they're fishing for a publisher. It's possible. There's a part that does read that way, but it's kind of like if you know anyone who would be and they come seek us out maybe sort of thing, but it's not defined in there. It just, it's speculation. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Publishers don't find you. You, you no. have to go to them. You know, yeah. they they don't give a crap. You know, they're yeah. not out there looking like, they have... somebody please find us an MMO? <laughs> Nobody's doing that. Come on. They literally have stacks <laughs> of people wanting to basically get some of their money. They will not and never, ever will unless you are like this diamond in a rough one in a million. See your tree. Yeah, it's like, that's the only time they're ever going to seek you out. And half the time, well, like, okay, being a part of DTM, we have had a couple... Um, publishers seek us out. But the yeah. thing is, the quality of those publishers, <laughs> there's a reason they came to us. You know, that's just how, that's how the industry works. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's like that for anything almost, right? Really? Um, yeah. It really is. In life, if you want something, go out and get it. Try to get it for your own. And sometimes you get lucky and it comes to you, but for the most part, when it does come to you, it's a bad deal. Usually, right. right? It's just like being a singer. Comes with it. Comes you may you may have a beautiful mm -hmm. voice, but I guarantee you, there's a thousand other people have just as beautiful or more so mm -hmm. than you. And, and it comes than... down to yes, and or willing whatever. to show a little more skin, or willing willing to buy knee pads for their meetings. Um, <laughs> but but um, the, the point of the matter is, it, oh. it all comes down to who works for it harder. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's not going to come to you. If you if you think that way, then it, you might no as well just say you your dream, man. Might as well just go right back to your nine to five and be done Look, with it. And I, yeah, I don't right. want to be presumptuous about what's going on, right? But it, it, it it's difficult to see this because I did a Q and A with them. Super passionate. It it seems like it just such a short window of the lifespan between it going out, people starting to cover it, people being willing to back it, actually funding it to some degree in this message on their Discord, which I have left. I am not there anymore because I do believe, I believe I don't know difference. I believe that this game's probably not going to come back because it, from the way it appears, is that they're tapping out, 
They don't have the money. They aren't going to be able to keep funding it uh, unless someone's willing to fund it, but they're not seeking that out actively. Uh, unless someone's willing to fund it and they retain full creative control, they can't do it. So then you can't do it. You're not willing to go to, to Kickstarter or anything. So that's not out there and you can't fund it yourself. So what that means is unless you find somebody who meets those criteria or you are able to fund that yourself, which is unlikely, it's your dream, but it's not likely going to happen. They are offering to refund people if you send in an email and everything. I sent it in. I haven't heard back. I don't know if I end up getting just because I, you know, I, I did invest in it in a game that was planned to go forward. They said they it was their dream. They weren't going to give up on it no matter how long it takes. And now I read that and I'm like, well, that doesn't kind of goes with like, here's your vision and you're not willing to deter from it, but you just did. So every no time judgment. someone says that now, I want to, I want to say, but wait, there's more. Yeah. No judgment. But if it doesn't align with what you started with, I'm going to have to be out yeah. because I don't feel that I can place faith in something where that's, that's in like not secure in their vision. And with that being said, it seemed like it went out quick. And then the next day is like, you can follow me here. I'm working on uh, basically extensions for what? He's working on a plug-in for Unity to make RPGs. Right. So it just seems like we're bouncing around a lot and not staying the course. Mm -hmm. That's what really, for me, doesn't fly. Um, it seems like maybe... Again, this is all my opinion here. Seems like what might have happened was we were really passionate. We see other games doing it. We want to do it, but we want it this way. And went for it and realized how difficult and how costly it was going to be. Couldn't continue to do it and had to had to bounce. And so, you know, you got to have the fortitude. An MMORPG is a massive undertaking. Yeah. Anybody yeah. that's thinking about making one, you need to know that. It's, it, it's a massive project. It's a massive it's a undertaking. It's it it has got to be your way of life, yeah. Yeah, uh, anybody that's actually even thinking about trying to uh, take that on with yeah. a small team, I uh, just want to say God bless you. Um, True, you, it, that's that's insanity, right? You're creating a world, right? You're I was never been accused of being insane. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you all for taking that crazy uh, dive and everything, but uh, yeah. Right. No, I mean, uh, like, I've been I've been in the IT industry a long time. I'm a programmer. I work on some pretty crazy things um mmos are still bigger than what i do and i understand that after working on a project for so long you can you tend to just kind of regret not working on other things that pop into your mind because if you're the creative type i guess you could say i am i mean my brain literally goes from fifty thousand ideas screaming at me at once to utter silence mm -hmm. the next day and I've got I've got notepads all over my office full of ideas to do. Yeah. And sometimes what I'm working on will suffer because I so desperately want to work on this other project. Yeah. I've got this sinking suspicion that maybe that or there's been some kind of fallout on the Valar team happened. I mean, I hate to speak ill of the team because I, I really liked Dr. Greenspan. I thought he was a really great guy. Mm -hmm. We had we had a really long discord conversation about pvp and how i used to be yeah. a pvper but i'm not anymore and here's why and i was really excited to see what valar could if, if they could bring me back to pvp 
because it sounded like they were going to. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it's like they started to gain momentum, or at least the game started to gain momentum, and it just got all overwhelming. And then instead of, like, trying to expand the team, create a real company off of right. this foundation that they obviously had, they just said, nope, yeah. on to something easier. You, you know what? You know what broke my heart? Every It breaks my heart every day. Right. Um, I was a big fan, and I know you were too, Lexer, of uh, Dark Age Camelot. I thought oh, that was yeah. that was the last great PvP, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Mark Jacobs started a new project, and uh, you know, it was Camelot Unchained, and I was so excited, and I backed it, and um, you know, Pantheon and Dark Age Camelot. So I had my oh. PVE, I had my PvP, and uh, you know, I'm not saying Dark Age Cam- or I mean uh, Camelot Unchained isn't coming out, but it looks rough too, right? Man. It, it sounds. This story you just told sounds all too familiar to exactly mm-hmm. what happened with uh, Camelot Unchained. It's such an unfortunate. I mean, the list of our, you know, the fellowship grows, or or you know becomes smaller, like no. the 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 circle is less by the day. I mean, even in games in general, it just seems like a lot of the one and the same. Like, which is why Baldur's Gate for me, I'm like, look, if. I feel like we got to temper our expectations and in what is, is going to be delivered and base it just on the vision, which if I'm in my belief, Baldur's Gate is delivering on the vision that Larian Studio set. Yeah. It is the vision. I, I can respect that. Right. Even if I don't play the game, I can respect it because there's too many people out there that just want to, deliver something that's nostalgia bait, you know, exploit that coin purse and dip. And it's happening so much in the past year. I mean, too often is that the story too often is that what people now can unfortunately come to expect. So it's, it is sad when a game like Valar fades in into the dark because with no, with no question of if we're going to see him, because like I said, I had a small handful and now that's one less. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot, right? Like you said, there wasn't a lot to begin with. So it is sad. I do want to say, I do want to say that you're talking about Baldur's Gate 3. I don't wish to alarm anybody, but um, my wife's not a big drinker. Not anymore. So she tried something different. It's it's like a a hard orange soda. And she just handed me one. (laughs) Can I see what that is? (laughs) Let me see that label. Henry's oh, hard soda. What do you know? Maybe with cane sugar. Oh, that is dangerous. <laughs> oh, that's that good. Oh my god, that just tastes like orange soda. Yeah. Nice. Damn it, I don't need to know about that. Cane, that's cane that. Sugar, yeah. That's like drink me a case and wake up three days from now. Good, kind of good. <laughs> He's like, thank you. She, she, she's she's sitting like, this is good. This this is bad. This is good. This so, is bad. That's great. I might be having to. I might be having to to help my wife up the stairs to get to bed tonight. Oh, that's funny. Hey, Amen. If she if she doesn't pass out like on the stairs or something, <laughs> man. But, gonna, but I I, yeah. I do want to call out about Baldur's Gate three that I honestly <laughs> believe that Larian Studios is the new Bioware. Okay, Bioware Ooh. used to be awesome. They used to be yep. really awesome. Like. Super they good. Did. I I used to get tight pants when I saw that Bioware label. I think there's two companies that can take <laughs> that? over 
I think there's two companies are going to take over how awesome Blizzard or uh, Bioware or uh, what's another good one? Uh, uh, there's many. Uh, Bethesda. Um, I was going to say Bethesda, I think, yeah. I think there's two companies going to take over the mantle that I can see. And I think uh, Larian Studios is going to go, this Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be a huge success for them. They already got one, uh, two big successes, uh, you know, Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2. Uh, now they got even bigger, uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, another company, though, that I believe is uh, coming up, um, even though we don't have much information about their new RPG, we know a little bit about their old ones, and that is Obsidian, dude. Oh, Obsidian right. Obsidian mm-hmm. is awesome. I love those guys. Even though their latest release was like a Fallout kind of, uh, what was it called? Uh, Outer Worlds? Uh, Outer, yeah, yeah. Really cool that, game. That was good. I liked that one. It was really cool. I'm just not the sci-fi. I need medieval. I'm super, you Same. know, it's almost medieval or nothing. But I but I played Outer Worlds, and I loved it, and I thought it was really cool, but just can't just like fall out i like it but i can't get into it uh but <laughs> their new game that is based in the pillars of eternity universe what's it called um it's got a weird name like uh, uh crap um oh my god dude that's a weird name for a game uh, oh crap no it, we talked about it here on the show yeah well it's anyway everybody me. knows what i'm talking about yes. it's pillars of eternity but it's gonna be more skyrim third person yep. etc um that's gonna be insane watch out bethesda because y'all suck now all right uh if, you know, I hate to say it, but with Bethesda going to Microsoft, that's actually a step up. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. is. We talked it about is. that. It yeah. is. But I still <laughs> avowed. Gonna... That's it. Thank you, King. What's it called? I'm sorry. Avowed. Avowed. Oh, avowed. Yeah. yeah. Remember, Weird name. Yeah. Weird There's... name. Uh, I think that's going to end up getting changed. Uh, but right. uh, I think that's our two. You know, for RPGs, mm-hmm. um, I think that's our, our new hope, and hopefully. Um, you know, we got we got some up and comers for MMOs too. You know, we got uh, Visionary Realms. Yeah. Um, so other thing to think about is, you know, Intrepid Studios, like we talk about, uh, Stephen Sharif and Ashes of Creation. Like he retired, and he mentioned way back when that Ashes of Creation is the flagship for the franchise. So I believe that's got potential. I just don't know what the future in terms of like overall products are going to be. I think tabletop for sure. Yeah. Um, and because of the fact they have like tavern games, I could see potentially a tie into like maybe some sort of a like digital tavern game that could be a standalone. Yeah. So I've, or even I've, single player RPGs. So potentially, yeah. So I, I see a few things that could end up coming from Intrepid Studios. Um, which, you know, I, I think the the more hopeful beacons we've got out there, the better, because yeah, a card game is one I thought about too. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, there, there's a yeah, lot but of there, hope, man. It, it reminds me of like, there's, um, some islands, not a ton of them, but there's a few islands yeah. and each island's totally different atmospheres and, 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 and people living on them, et cetera. And, but they're really close together. And people yeah. are kind of swimming. It's close enough to where we're swimming around of the different islands. And some of the islands are sinking. And so more people are coming to the <laughs> islands that are still uh, floating. Uh, that, that's kind of where we're at with MMOs right well now. Done. We're, just, we're swimming to the islands. I, think, I <laughs> well just think done. it's really sad that it's been <clears throat> six to 12 months. <sighs> and how many good games, I good games do we have? I know it. That are new. That are new to our Steam or Epic libraries. So true. Yeah. yeah. That is true. I mean, when Baldur gets through, yeah, I, I don't have it. I'll get it. I'll get it at some point. Yeah. Um, probably when it goes on sale. And, but I'm I'm still enjoying watching Nathan or watching someone else play it, because, 
you know a game is at least decent when you can sit there and watch someone else play and still get into it. Yeah. Dude. And I was I watching I was watching someone play it and they were doing something with, with somebody's brain and I'm like, I'm into it. I'm like gripping my desk and I'm like, lick it, lick the brain. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, you know, I was just following the dialogue. I was I was there. I was like, hell yeah. I just kind of sat back and was like, wow, I'm excited about this game and I'm watching someone else play. And I don't I don't watch a lot of streamers because mm-hmm. I, I I'd rather be playing it myself. Yeah. Dude, I, that game, man, I started playing it. I, I logged and then I was playing it off like off stream and stuff for a little while, just trying to catch up to work because I goofed up and not saved and needed to go through a part of it again and stuff like that. And I was sitting there playing, dude. Hours went by, man. I put over 10 hours in on Tuesday and Wednesday, and I don't even consider those like nice full sessions. And that's how quick the time went. And it, you know it's a good game when you got me sitting there and I know I'm mouth-breathing. I know I am. I know I'm staring at the screen. I know I'm zoned in so hard, so immersed. Time is gone. And I'm like, I need to go to You're bed. Fine. You're sitting there like... Yeah. Why are my eyes dry? Yeah. Uh, me too, man. And I caught myself. I caught yeah. myself like, whoa, crap. Like, uh, you know, Dude. I need to, I need to snap myself together here. <laughs> And it's and you're gonna probably be play, playing to level twelve when the full release happens, like and maybe even twenty, maybe even all the way to max level of D and D. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I bet they do it. And 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 we can only do like four levels right now, and I barely skimmed the surface of the beginning, and I'm that far. It's promising, man. You can spend a lot really? of time. Only dude, like level four. Dude, I I'm over... only level two, and I put in like six hours on one one play. Just, Dude, I, yeah. I've hardly even lived. I'm yeah. telling you guys, I'm 30 some hours deep with both my playthroughs. Um, and the Dude. game came out 50 hours ago. You know, yep. like I've hardly lived. I, and it's crazy. I've, I've lived <laughs> in Baldur's Gate three for the past few days, and and I love it, dude. And, and what's crazy is multiple playthroughs. I've seen things, and I can't even figure out. Yeah. This is this is what's amazing. I try to figure out, like, okay, because I did that, then this is happening. I can't even piece it together. I'm like, what did I change? This is a whole nother character standing here that was not here in any of my other playthroughs. And I don't even know what I did different that made this person here. Is it random or? Dude, uh, it's it's a okay. chain of events that tie to specific points and different characters, different choices. Roll of the dice. I mean, dude. Oh, I yeah. never, I never oh, thought yeah. I'd ever say this, but you guys are making me regret my bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Lexer, man, it's, it is, I'm not overhyping it. It feels good, man. It yeah. feels, it feels good and it feels honest. Well, maybe it's a good thing I don't have it because I got a lot of work to do. Probably, probably fair. I mean, I'm planning on, I'm planning on completely playing all day Saturday, no lifing, just having fun, come hell or high water. This game, yeah, I too. think is genuinely going to be the game that we, that we could probably spend a lot of time in and enjoy mm-hmm. with our communities or on our own until these games we've been waiting for finally arrive. Like it's I a agree. good well, chunk for sure. To give you an idea, to give you an idea of just how dry the gaming industry has, has been at least on my side. Like I said, I went back to final fantasy 14. I have a 45 barred on one server. I have a 30 something healer that I'm currently playing now on a new server because a buddy got the free account thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Not once have I tanked because I'm trying every possible thing that I can to keep my interest in that game. Everything. So I'm, I'm doing DPS. I'm doing support. Anything. I'm even crafting just so that I can try to mix my experience up a little bit. Because I will say, though, the one thing that really pisses me off about Final Fantasy IV, actually, two things, two things that really piss me off. One, the game is not meant to play with anyone else. Because leveling up with a friend is like, why are we even here? Yeah. Well, the story you know, is still the dungeon. It is, yeah, it is not a social game. Yeah. Still a, which still is, a dungeon ring game, right? Yeah. yeah until you get like, there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that bugs the crap out of me. Because half the time it's like, I just want to hang out with a friend. Yeah. I don't care what I'm doing, but we're just like, this is really boring shit. And it'll, um, and it'll even force you to quit even being in the same group to do all the time. It will, yeah. All the time. And it drives me nuts. The fact that I have to travel halfway across the world to do something with him because he's only like level 12 and I'm 30 something. And I'm like, yeah, I have, I have a job in your level, level range. So I'll teleport over there, spend like the 500 gil. And then it's like, okay, let's do something. Oh, well, I have to leave the group for this. Okay. I'm going to sit here and count the dimples in my ceiling. <laughs> and then he comes out. It's like, okay, now we're going to go here. Okay. Oh, I have to leave the group again. Yeah. What's the second problem, though? <sighs> the second problem, see if I can get my train of thought back here, um, is that game is just fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm story- sorry. What you mean, just working your way through that story? Is that what you mean? Yeah, I mean, okay. When I looked at it, I wanted to tank. Okay, I wanted to play Dark Knight. That that's that's my soul right there. Um, yeah, it is. I I had to play through 250 main story quest missions or quests just to get there. Or pay I mean, twenty five dollars. Or pay twenty five. Well, they could no. <laughs> <laughs> That, that that's a that's a cheap bottle of bourbon for me. No. Um, but um, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll look into the Marauder, which turns into the Warrior, which is you know, it, it's the aggressive thing, and that's what I like. And I'm like, I'm just clawing at my own eyes. It's like my grandmother can swing an axe faster than this bastard. And I'm like, this is not fun. I don't understand how anyone can find this fun, but people love it. And then I have a friend who's played to the max level with a couple of jobs. And he's like, oh, you just you have to get one job up to like the max level. And then you get some special gear that you can put on for other for your other jobs at a lower level. And you get an experience boost. So you level mm-hmm. those really fast. And I'm like, like, dude, really? You you have really? to get a character to max level before you can actually do anything you want to do. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah pretty much. It's like, that is just retarded. Pardon the language. I was like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's better than it was. Okay. But to me, MMOs have always been social. They're, I play them to help drag me out of my little hermit shell. Yeah. And even when I'm running missions, there's one mission, something mansion. Yeah. And the people that run that are nasty. Yeah. Because nobody Cause like, likes that one. Because it's well, and everyone's like, just hit return. I'm like, what? You're talking about the return abilities or something I'm missing? And they're like, just hit the goddamn button. I'm like, I asked a question. 
Is it the ability, or is there something else I'm not seeing? And I can hit the fucking button. I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. Gone. I'm done. It's like, I I don't... If you can't take 10 seconds to answer an honest question to someone who's new, what the hell do you think is going to happen? Mm. And the sad thing is, it's not like that happens once every six or seven times. It's like every freaking time. And... and uh... So here's here's something even going to really depress everybody. You ready for this? Oh, look, we're right finishing now. this off with a great high note here. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to make that drag attack, uh, you know, quote. Um, oh, he'll quote. So, There's a lot to quote <laughs> in this show. I like making that list. Lexer's anyway, going to get ten for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's what's sad. Right now, I dare you to go to Google and type in what is the most social MMO in 2020. I bet you Final Fantasy 14 is the most high voted one. I guarantee you it is because uh, I do this search every day. I I I don't want to like argue that that's probably and it. and the reason why is because we've gotten to such a point in MMOs that are released that at least Final Fantasy fourteen forces you to have to get in a group with others to continue the game. Yeah. Period. Yeah, you're right. That's true. But that, that's, that's, that's not that's social. Bad. That's not that's not social. No, I agree. I agree. It, it's it's a small correct. social event. All right, and, but, and, and it's not even really. It's like see. I, Final Fantasy XIV social gameplay, honestly, up until max level, would be they could trick us. They could literally make NPCs with names that say hello, GG at the end, and we would never know the difference. We'd have no idea that nope. those were NPCs. We'd think they were real people. We I think I got up no to about idea. level 28 and I did a, a duty. <laughs> duty. Um, basically, the duty roulette to get into a dungeon for yeah, a bonus. Duty finder. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. And... Um, Someone said hi, and I'm like, "Oh God, how do I talk and party?" <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I was almost thirty levels in, not even Too knowing funny. how to use the freaking chat. You're like, oh my God, I have had to do this. Is it slash G? Because well, I'm this slash P. That's exactly what I was like. Is it, is it slash G or is it slash P? Is it slash you know G group? Is it slash party or what? I don't know. So I eventually was like, oh, I clicked this button and like, oh, set it to party. Okay, now I can just type. You're like, damn, really though? <laughs> Shit. And my first thought was, oh my god, there's, there are real people in this game. <laughs> I thought they were NPCs. I thought they were tricking me. I, I honestly thought that because of, well, that's another thing with Final Fantasy, especially if you're, if you're a tank or a healer. You're expected to be able to deal with pulling a lot of crap. Yeah, everything, basically. So as a new character, I wasn't, like, I mean, I did try to tank but I was not allowed to learn the dungeons. No. It's just like, go, 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 go. And I'm like, I don't know where they go. Yeah. Did you not see the notice that said one or more people are new to this instance? Dude. Like, good Lord, people. It's tough, man, finding an MMO to play. It's even that. It's like the, the list has grown smaller, you know? And I, I'm looking forward to when I can play Alpha 1, even though it's testing. Because in the test that I can confirm having played, that we can talk about, man, it was just nice, dude, to be able to jump in there, to see the world, I'll be playing in later, to to run around, to to feel like, ah, finally, right? Where none of all that I stuff's going on, man. All I want out of an MMO, I don't even really care too much about the mechanics, to be completely honest. I just want a good environment that will help me be social. Fair. Because... In my in my instance, I mean, it might be unique. It may be a general statement here, but every great person in my life I met in an MMO, 
Every single one. My wife, my best friends, everybody. Technically, I met Nathan through an MMO. It's just not released yet. All right. I met Sim through an MMO that I'm actually working on. So yeah, all because of MMOs. You know, yep. All because of MMOs. Brought us so together when I, here. So when I go into an MMO, I know I'm not going to meet, you know, like, oh, the next best friend or anything. But I want to know, I want to feel like I can get in and meet a nice person. Meet someone who can be a friend. Meet someone who's just as cracked in the frickin' brain pan as I am. Because I do make some really weird jokes when I'm leveling with people. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember I remember leveling in Kunark way back in the day, you know, back in my day. Um <laughs> we were killing Sarnax for the first time and I and my first thought was, I wonder what they taste like. <laughs> and everyone in our group was like, What the hell is wrong with you? And I'm like, Oh come on. Like oh, you can't, on, I can't be the only one. Yeah, you I mean, know, and this whole show exists because of love for gaming and MMORPGs, specifically MMORPGs. Right. Right. Wandering so, Mist, Freak, the three yeah. of us. Yeah. So when I walk into an MMO and it doesn't even give you any reason to be social, it makes me very, very sad. Like, like, should this even technically be an MMO? It's just a lot of people online. It, the same could be said about Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a lot of people online, but they're not being social. I, I know we're probably trying to, uh, we're getting towards the end of the session here, but before we, before we leave, I want to ask you guys a, a really good question. Sure. Um, this is probably the coolest question you could ever ask an MMO RPG lover, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. If you were given the option to enter, the ultimate fantasy MMORPG. I'm talking about social. I'm talking about most realistic, like lifelike, realistic D&D mechanics. You know, whatever. Whatever makes your heart your flutter, jam. right? Your jam. <clears throat> Here's the caveat. It's you, you actually have to say, look, I w- this is what I want to play. This game. Um, there will continuously be updates and all that kind of thing, right? Guaranteed. Uh but I'm going to let you use my body as a battery and I'm going to literally live in this MMO. And my body is yours. You can have it, whatever. Uh, you know, they'll keep me hooked up, kept me fed. So a Matrix type situation. Yeah, it's totally the Matrix. You're, you're in an MMO though, like a fantasy or whatever you want out of an MMO. That's where you live oh with other real people God, who are also hooked up to it. And you know you're in an MMO. It's not like oh. it's going to trick you. You know you're in it, but you can't leave. You signed over your, your body. To science, so that you can live in this MMO. Uh, so basically, would you do it? I just hand me the razor. Oh I'll shave my balls for electrodes. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I, I would be like, first of all, I've got a family, so I'd have to think about that, right? Like, yeah, kids, can they come gonna, too? Right? Can they come? <laughs> would you? You know, does the whole family agree this is a better life? We're going to go be paladins and clerics and wizards and warlocks. Uh, everybody agrees this is a better life than uh, the nine to five and the. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the whipped answer, the, <laughs> and just say if if my wife was game, I'd be there in a heartbeat. If she said no, I'd be like, yeah, I I don't think it's right for us, and then secretly go run into a closet and cry. <laughs> what about um, you, Sam? Would you do it? No, because I somehow feel violated thinking about that. My body's a okay. temple. So okay. my body's a temple and it's also a wonderland, but it's not one that a computer can have fun with. 
So my my buddy's a temple, but it's not to a deity you'd worship. <laughs> no, but what a crazy question, dude. How about this? Uh, no, and here's 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 why. I I I, I it it somehow I, I it somehow feels like I wouldn't have control. You know, of like my. Okay, let me rephrase it then. Let me rephrase it because it, it, kind of it feels kind of like uh, kind of feels like it's a trick, and they're going to get you. And I mean, just gonna kill you right I'm thinking about all kinds of stuff that could go wrong in this situation. I mean, right. shanked in the brain right. with this big thingy. Right. Let me rephrase up. the question. Let me rephrase it. Same thing, except for instead of you having to donate your body, uh, <laughs> it's your afterlife. Oh, would you would you done. accept it as an afterlife? Take my done. brain and use it. But that's just my promise afterlife. me you'll lick it. Just promise me you'll lick my brain first. So the idea of being a, being a being the battery in the matrix for this world that I can live in, but it's my choice. It's it's fantastic, and I'm sure. By the way, if you're listening or watching this later, would you? For the first question, second question, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I definitely would. I mean, it, after like you're already dead, who cares? It's very <laughs> appealing. I would we'll do it. I would say yes to both. As long as my family would join me on the battery one, I would do it. But I would be. I'm so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust it. Right in real life, if that was really an option, I'd be like, "This is a trap. They're going to get us there." And what we can't come out of it. So how do we know these people are already in the game or really in the game, and they're not just killing us to use us as batteries, right? And they're just sitting there in a coma, right? How do we know they're in a fantasy world? <laughs> in a coma. That's that's. I'd be like, and, and I'd be like, and who developed this game anyway? How do we know how good this game is? Who developed it? I'd be way too. Well, let, like, let's say all of that was put to rest. Let's just it, say it, then it I is. Would be, I'd be gung ho if, yeah. if that was for sure. Then I'd be gung ho, but I would be, be like, well, like is religion. it win in there? What's the deal? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on which company or provider you went with, I guess. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, who who's developing the game and who's publishing it? Oh yeah, right. fuck that. No. Yeah, yeah, screw that. Uh, I'll be I'll be worm food. Thank you. <laughs> I'd get a better end of the deal. Oh, that's funny. Armada Chess. I think the question should always be phrased as yes, it's safe, no matter what. Just focus on the world. Makes all these ideas go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 an interesting thought. Like when you think about the most fantastic world that you could actually be in. There's a lot of people that would say yes. Yeah. With the state of the world, uh, there's a lot of people that would say yes. Even without the state of the world it's in now, before it was like that, people would say yes. The idea that, like, when you look around in our world, nothing is as magical as it is in a fantasy game or movie or story or whatever. There's a lot of people that would say, I know a lot of people that are going, yo, I just can't wait till we can do this in a VR game. I'll never get out the VR. I'll be living in that fantasy world all the time playing this game. Yeah. Um, So I'm lucky on that respect. I'm yeah. blind in one eye and I have no depth perception, so VR doesn't really work on me. Oh. What does it look like? What what happens? When it you just try? it just looks flat. Just looks oh. like I'm staring Ooh, at a monitor. Does oh, entering weird. the world? That's a good one. Arm on chat says, "Does entering that world erase the memory of this world? Otherwise, it wouldn't feel fantastical." Man, it's mm, crazy thought. Good, good question. Hey, and that's when I ask of all of you. Oh, so, mm. what? See, with that, if they erase your memory beforehand. Yeah, you know, it's it's only re- relatively recently in my life that I've actually gotten good memories in my brain. You don't want to lose them, so it's like with those ones I don't want to lose. Mm. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I could live without memories of my wife. Yeah, and also uh, I'm, 
I'm a little bit um, protective too. If if I've lost all my memories, I'd be like, well, then my wife's gonna marry somebody else in the freaking game. No, hell no, hell no. We ain't going. We ain't going. We ain't going. She's yeah, gonna marry funny. level fifty. I'll be level twenty. And hey, damn thing I can do. And I want to be a dwarf, and she's not attracted to dwarfs. So this is this situation's getting situation's getting rough. Going down. This is, this that's like when you tell. That's when you tell her. She's like, that's when you tell her, I'm gonna play a dwarf. And while he may not be able to hit the bottom of a tuna can, he can hit the sides. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and on that note, friends, I think that's a great point to say that's our show. Yes. All right. And we may be at the end of our show, but we're always looking for more people to join the party. Rats, rants are plenty, right? Plenty of rants around here. Um, before we we get going, though, we're gonna let our fellow party members. Let you know where you can find us, what we're up to. If you want to catch us online, Lexer. Oh boy. Oh boy. I I suppose I should tell people where they can find me. You could. But I will. This is a disclaimer. Enter at your own risk. This is a good point. I mean, you did the disclaimer, so I mean. Right. I am not responsible for anything that comes out of my mouth, or frankly, that goes in my mouth either. Um. Hey now! <laughs> um, don't tempt you, us, Lexer. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I do some crazy things for a thirty-year Van Winkle. <laughs> I'm sorry, Van Van Pappy, Urban. I do some crazy things for that. Oh, All of a sudden, now I'm, I'm reverting to like Bob Saget and uh, and oh. half baked. <laughs> Look it up if you don't know it. It's um, pretty filthy. But you can find me at Defend the Night. They're on Twitter at Defend the Night Game. We have a Discord. You can also, yeah, you can go to defendthenightgame.com. I'm also a member of the Voices of Terminus show. The cover is exclusively Pantheon Rise of the Fallen. Mm -hmm. They just have a Discord. You go to discord.me slash think it's VOT. If it's not, then it's Voices of Terminus. I'm notoriously the guy who just doesn't give a shit, so mm -hmm. it could be that address. It could not be. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's where you find me. You don't want to follow my Twitter. You don't want to talk to me in person. You don't want to send me DMs because your life will lose all meaning. Wow. I like how you bring it full circle to what we always expect from you when we end the show. And uh, the Nathan Napalm. Uh, yeah, you can find me in Faerun. That is the world that Baldur's Gate 3 is uh, set in. Oh, nice. Or if you want to find me in RL, uh, I am going to be streaming uh, Baldur's Gate 3 in RL. Um, although my soul is in Faerun, my body is in front of this camera. Uh, you can find me at the Nathan Napalm on YouTube, uh, also the Nathan Napalm on Twitter, and I don't believe in other forms of social media, so that's all. And uh, I'm Samorg. I've been your host, friends. You can uh, catch this show on Twitter at the LFM Show. Uh, you can also call in at the number I sent earlier. Same for the email. You can join our Discord at discord.gg forward slash Simorg, S-I-M-U-R-G-H. And as always, friends, we will be seeing you next week on Thursday, 5 p.m. CDT, right here. Have a great week, everyone. Next and time. don't forget, I'd rather get a hand job from Edward Scissorhands and play a paladin. That's bullshit. Bye. <laughs>